I'm shook! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite podcast that's ever been released. It's Holly Shook. I'm Ryan, and I'm joined, as always, by the impeccably talented... I don't know. I was going to insult you, and then a compliment came out, so that was really weird. Um, It's Armin! Hey, Rye, how you doing? I thought you were going to say something like impeccably technically gifted. Um, Yeah. In a satirical way, because we always have technical difficulties on this podcast. Although this week, it was on you. It was on me. To be fair, you are using the notes app as if it's like fucking 2010 and I'm used to Google Docs. So Armin sent me the template for this episode and I was making my notes on it, but apparently we were sharing it. So he saw all my notes and it's supposed to be a surprise. Oh, that's for a different episode, but it is for a different episode, but still we had, we had a technical difficulty today as always. We always do. Yeah. I, it was my fault, but it was your fault for sending me a shared note. <laughs> I normally send you Google Docs, but you don't really work in them. And then I thought, well, the Google Doc is hosted on my Google Drive, and I don't want to see your notes on them anyway, because for that podcast, I wouldn't want to see your notes. Everyone gear up for our celebrity predictions for 2021. Yeah, well, it ended up blowing up in both of our faces. So here we are, and I will not learn from this mistake. I've never learned from a mistake in my life, so... That's what makes this podcast great, because if you did learn from your mistakes, then we wouldn't have technical difficulties. We also wouldn't have hilarious moments where you don't even know the date and time of the scandal that you're talking about. Well, we'd still have that, because that just is me not doing any research, but we can tie it it to whatever we want to. But I think this week, we have it all down, I would say. This current events scandal episode, right, is so jam-packed. But it's also so meaty that I can't imagine we will miss a single detail. I don't believe we will miss a single detail. There's a lot going on. It's actually not even that many stories. I feel like we usually have more stories Mm -hmm. to cover. But there's such juicy stories that we don't need more. They're weightier. Especially our number one story of the week. I say you just get right into it with with that teaser. We have to, and I'm sure everybody has already heard this breaking news. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are getting divorced. Who saw that coming? Ride, did you? Everyone. True. <laughs> Although they haven't actually officially filed the divorce papers, page six is reporting that a divorce is imminent. Imminent is so dramatic. Like, they could have just been like, they're probably going to get divorced. As the headline. <laughs> but anybody could have said that for the last six months. There must be some movement. And of course, this story includes some details as to why the multiple sources believe that the divorce is imminent, including Kim hiring a divorce attorney, Laura Wasser. But right, it really does seem like it's officially done now, even though, I mean, like you've alluded to, people have felt like this relationship was going to end for a long time now. Yeah, I think there just has to be behind-the-scenes stuff that we um, don't know yet. But they don't even have the show anymore, and it's like, I feel like they used to hide details from us so that you'd watch the show, which was like their really genius marketing scheme. Um, But maybe there's a spinoff coming. I don't know. 
Kanye's <laughs> fucking every star is all I know, so that's fine. <laughs> do we want to get straight into that rumor? Let's do it. No, we can get there, because that's the newest <laughs> development. That's all I've seen. I don't care about them, so I never follow... My my whole brand is that I don't care about them, yet I talk about them every single fucking day on this podcast. But I actually have not been following the story. I don't know anything about it, so you're, you're actually going to be telling me this information for the first time. All I know is I've seen memes of Jeffree Star um, leaving, like, jokes that he's leaving their mansion because <laughs> he's been fucking Kanye, which is so chaotic. Did you see Jeffree Star's tweet? No, what did he say? It's something like getting ready for Sunday service. Oh, which, which is, like, Kanye's whole thing. Yeah. That's the reference to Kanye right there, and Jeffree Star is in Wyoming. I don't know what Wyoming has anything to do with this. Kanye lives in Wyoming now. What? You didn't know Why? this? This is old oh. news. Kanye loves Wyoming. Okay, once again, I he's canceled. I haven't liked him since I went to his Hollywood Bowl concert in 2015, and he didn't know any of the words to any of his songs. That was the last time I cared about Kanye West. <laughs> wow, so you were actually ahead of the curve there. Oh, I was livid. I showed up drunk and high by myself. And he didn't know any of the words. He publicly said on the microphone, this is the most expensive dress rehearsal I've ever had. <sighs> and I was livid. I went by myself. I'm t- like, the whole crowd is booing. Like, I'm like trying to start a riot. I like went to the smoking area and chain smoked like four cigarettes. I didn't even smoke at this point. I was just like so mad. And I was like, I feel like I chain smoke cigarettes when I'm mad. And... Oh my god, I was livid. It was the worst night of my fucking life, and I've never forgiven him for that. Wait, what do you mean by yourself? So he was performing his entire album, 808s and Heartbreaks, from from start to finish with a live orchestra at the Hollywood Bowl, two nights only. That was like one of my favorite albums in high school. So I found a ticket the day of. A friend was selling a $250 ticket, and I was like, I'll give you 50 bucks for it. Like, because it was the day of, and he, he needed to get rid of it. So he's like, sure. So I went by myself. I got like this great seats. They were $250 tickets. I walked in with Rashida Jones. I remember being like, I'm literally standing next to Rashida Jones. I'm so stoked. I like drank in my car by myself. And then he didn't know any of the words. <laughs> so I was livid. <laughs> I love going to things by myself. Like I was ready to have a bomb ass time. And then it was just the biggest disappointment. And that's why I hate Kanye West. That's understandable. Kanye has such a hit or miss streak with his uh, live shows. Yeah, and then I saw him at Outside Lands two years later, and he wore a mask the whole time, like a full face mask, and so we couldn't see his face, his eyes, his lips, his nose. So the whole time I was like, I don't even think that's Kanye West. I think he sent in a body double and wore a mask, and he's like playing his songs. And I was like, this isn't Kanye West. We're getting gypped right now. Yeah, there was no way that was Kanye West. Of course that wasn't Kanye West. Yeah, so the two times I fucking seen, quote unquote, Kanye West, he didn't know the words, and then it wasn't even him. So he can go fuck himself, and now he's a psychopath, and he's mentally insane, which, I mean, I'm not trying to be rude about his mental illness. Shame him for his mental illness, Rai. Yeah, I'm not shaming him for his mental illness, but then he's, like, inciting violence by trying to run for president. I hate him. I'm so (laughs) over him. so mad. Why'd you bring it up? Can we move on? (laughs) So that's our coverage of the Kim Ye divorce. Uh, No, no, but can I quickly say, Rai, I have seen Kanye West in concert twice, once at Coachella, once at FYF. Excellent both times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, I'm in. 2011 Coachella. Yeah, 2011 Coachella. And I I want to say FYF 2015 or 2016. I forget which year. It's so long ago. 
Um, but he really crushed it at FYF because both concerts were great. They were very different. 2011 was all about my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah. And it was very maximalist and perfectly executed. And then 2015, 2016 FYF, it was like really kind of ragged and all over the place, but that had its own like really high energy feel to it. And he was like performing all of his hits, but one minute of all of his hits. Yeah. See, and the crowd went wild. They went insane for it. He did the opposite of that at Outside Lands, even though it wasn't really him. He played, like, none of his hits and then started yelling at us, being like, this is a show for my fans. If, you, if you're if you a real fan, you'll know the songs I'm playing. And I'm like, dude, you're at a festival. Like, I didn't come to this festival to see you. You just happened to be playing at the last fucking spot of the night. So, of course, the whole fucking festival's here. Not even a fan. I hate you from 2015 when I went to um, the Hollywood Bowl. And he's like, if you're not a real Kanye fan, get the fuck out of the crowd. And I was like, gladly, dude. Like, I will beat the traffic out of here. Okay, that oh, actually God. does sound like Kanye, though. Yeah, I know. And that's when I was like, okay, this is actually Kanye. But... <laughs> I just, like, I'm, like, it's so arrogant. I fucking hate him. And that arrogance has continued through to today. And that is a part of why they are getting divorced. So some of the nuggets that we've seen leading up to this moment that have indicated that they could be getting divorced, one of them being Kim Kardashian hasn't been wearing her wedding ring recently on Instagram. Although that trend actually changed today. But for the last month or so, she hasn't been wearing her wedding ring. That is a big tell, wouldn't you say? I would say, yeah. That's usually a a first sign. Another indicator, Kanye being in Wyoming while uh, Kim and the rest of the family is in Hidden Hills. And this is during the holiday season, so that's a big fucking deal. Yeah. I'm so confused on why Wyoming, but okay. Kanye just loves it out there in Wyoming. He has a ranch, a $14 million one at that. It's probably so big. $14 million in Wyoming probably goes much further than in normal places. <laughs> it goes a long way. Shout out to our Wyoming fans, by the way, if we have any. <laughs> They're probably all Wyoming fans. Like Those are the only types of people that like this shit. <laughs> um, here's a quote from one of the sources. Quote, Kim got Kanye to go up there to Wyoming so they could live separate lives and quietly get things sorted out to separate and divorce. She's done. So that explains why they're not living together, why he's in Wyoming, other than the fact that he loves Wyoming. It's such a great place, obviously. But they are not together because, well, the divorce is imminent. The source also said that the reason why they're getting divorced is because Kim has grown up a lot. She no longer wants to take his shit. That's my own editorializing at the end there. But that's what the yeah. source is implying. She's grown up a lot. She no longer wants to take his shit. And uh, the source said that she has already done everything in the past to try to help him, to protect him. But things have just gone out of control. And you referenced it earlier, right, with the presidential campaign. That apparently was one of the breaking points. And understandably so, he had many outbursts over the summer in regards to his presidential campaign, beginning with the launch of the campaign where he talked about wanting to abort their child or at at the very least that they thought about aborting their child and he put it in like really explicit terms saying, I almost killed my daughter, I almost killed my daughter. Apparently, 
that really pissed off Kim. Like, here's the thing. I, like, I don't care. I don't care for, like, the Kardashian family just because I've never followed them. And there's just too much going on. Like, it seems like, seems like a full-time job to keep up with them. But I will say I, I, I can respect their hustle. And Kim, from what I hear mostly through this podcast, <laughs> has, like, a pretty good head on her shoulders. She's, like, really, I think since becoming a mother, like, you know, grown up, like they're saying here. Um, and I respect her for also, like, trying her hardest to stick by his side through everything, like, through his mental health decline and, like, the public outbursts and everything. She really did try. I think she stuck by him as long as she could, but I'm assuming this is me, um, you know, extrapolating from this information. I feel like she probably is, like, it's at a point where it's affecting, like, our kids and it's affecting, you know, her mental health, and I, I would assume she's doing it for, like, the betterment of her children's life more so than her being like, I'm sick of it. I can't imagine they've had much of a relationship especially as lovers in recent years, extrapolating from what we see in the tabloids or even yeah. just their work schedule, they don't really have a relationship anymore. Kim is all up in her Skims line. It's Skims, right? Her new line of whatever clothing. I, why, I have no idea what you're even speaking on. <laughs> why would I know what her company is? <laughs> she has something called Skims. She has a beauty product line. She has the show. She's all up in a bunch of biz- businesses. And then she has her criminal justice reform advocacy. That was another thing, actually, speaking of the hustle, Rye, um, that the source said, uh, quote, she is serious about taking the bar exam and becoming a lawyer. She is right. serious about her prison reform campaign, end quote. So You forgot to mention she's really, really busy planning a 40th birthday party on a private island in the middle of a pandemic. That takes um, a lot of time, right? Everyone had to have their health screenings and quarantine for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Trust me, all the normal people this year also had to go through that same planning process. So we know how much time that takes, Kim. Speaking of, right, your birthday is in uh, T-minus three weeks. So I'm expecting uh, the information for your uh, Tahiti birthday. All the planning and my private uh, jet, you know, takeoff mm-hmm. schedule and all those kinds of things. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I'm still planning it. Um, mm-hmm. I will be requiring a two-week quarantine beforehand. Of course. Unfortunately, I won't plan in time for everyone to take part in that. So as long as everyone just stays home about the night before we fly out, I think we'll be good. Um, but yeah, no, information definitely coming soon on that. Can't wait. Any of the listeners invited? Should we invite all of them? Well, um, anyone in Wyoming actually is invited, but anyone else, um, unfortunately, there is no space. And if you're already in Tahiti, you're welcome to come. No, 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 no. (laughs) Only outsiders. I need it to be a super spreader event, so I need everyone to actually come from other places. And that's why Kim is busy. You know, Kim is busy with planning those major super spreader events. Kim is busy becoming an attorney. Kim is busy with her advocacy. She's busy with her uh, clothing, her makeup, her beauty, all of it, all of the above. And at the same time, Kanye has all his shit. He has all those concerts that he goes to and then basically doesn't perform at. Right, doesn't have any preparation. He definitely doesn't have rehearsals for the performances, I'll tell you that. The performances performances are the rehearsals. 
is the dress rehearsal. Yeah, absolutely. But he has to do them. He does have to be there for about an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. So that's an hour and a half out of his day. He uh, creates those heinous looking shoes that people love to buy for $1,500 a pop. They literally look like sea anemones. <laughs> yeah, they're terrible. Um, so they're both busy. I I told you this a few days ago, or yesterday. A few days ago, wow. Every day is a few days. Yeah. That for my uh, Celebrity 2021 predictions, I wanted to include uh, Kim Ye getting divorced. Which, right? to be fair did happen in 2021 it did and the reason why now i can't include it in the predictions episode because it already happened before we got a chance to record it um coming soon everyone um but the reason why i was thinking they'd get divorced on top of all the bullshit that's gone down and, and we'll we'll get into it a little bit more i just don't feel like they're a couple anymore yeah they're living separate lives even before actually living separate lives in December where they weren't even in the same house together. I feel like he was always traveling. She was traveling. They were in different business ventures. How can you even have time to be, to be lovers, to be friends? I mean, there are modern romances and there's modern um, people, busy people who are able to keep it up. So let's not jump to conclusions that people who couples that have two very separate yet successful careers can't make it work i do believe that they can but the but compounding that with the outbursts oh no 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 yeah you didn't you 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 didn't let me finish i said there's normal people who can have successful careers and live semi-separate lives and make it happy happen i don't believe that these people are normal so i'm not surprised that they weren't able to make it happen so on top of uh kanye saying that they almost killed their daughter Connie also said that he had been trying to get a divorce from Kim for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Just completely unhinged, this man. He also called Kim's mom, Kris Jenner, uh, Kris (laughs) Jong-un. I like that one. That's actually quite good. That was good. I did see a a meme also that that said, um, Kris Jenner's Catholic name is Multiple Sources. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is so true. And then there was also a, a meme yesterday. There's like a meme that goes around often with of like Kris Jenner like holding a gun or whatever. <laughs> right, right. And like Kris Jenner on her way to the White House to end the riot so that the Kimye divorce can be headline news again. <laughs> Straight up though, she must have been so mad that she didn't wait until January 7th. To drop this news. Because you know Chris dropped this news. This woman. Kanye also may have exposed that the Kardashians were trying to force him into psychiatric treatment. So Kanye has actually been antagonistic towards Kim. Like, it's not just they live separate lives. It's not just that he goes off on unhinged rants every few weeks. But he's actively antagonizing the family and Kim herself. Yeah. So all of that was going down in 2020. It's been going down for a few years, but it really reached a new height, I think, in 2020. So now we get the news that they're getting divorced. However, right now they're in the divorce settlement process, supposedly. And a big major sticking point is actually their Calabasas home because Kanye, I guess, had a big part 
in designing it. So Kanye would want it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kim wants it because, well, they bought it for $40 million and then on top of that spent $20 million on re- renovations. So there could be a major battle over that house. Is this the weird one that's like all white and looks like an insane asylum? Yeah, it's the grotesque looking minimalist architectural design. I actually hate it. I feel like it's such a depressing space. Yeah, it's super depressing. And like also, I don't, it, I don't know. It gives me insane, insane asylum vibes. And I'm like, maybe that checks out because Kanye needs to go to an insane asylum. So maybe this was like his subconscious being like, maybe my home can be my insane asylum. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like concrete floors and concrete walls and there's like nothing decorating the walls. Yeah. No pops of color, no accent walls, nothing. It just looks depressing, especially as a place to raise children. Children, children. need a bright space in my view. They they want a place where they could play. It looks yeah. like a place where every, you know, two steps a child would get hurt because it's just pure cement and sharp objects. Yeah, it's a weird house. Like, if I were her, I'd be like, all right, you can have it. Like, give me money for it. But, like, right. um, I don't want to live here. Well, maybe that could be the thing. Give me $100 million for it. Right. Or I'm staying. It's just also insane. They're both, like, so fucking insanely rich that it's, like, almost embarrassing that they're about to have, like, a battle over money and stuff. Like, you're fine, you're good, just give up the house, save the trouble, save the anguish, save the drama, your kids, it's going to affect your kids. Right, and it's not like Kim has ever lived for the anguish and the drama. Like, she has lived a famously drama-free life, so this would be totally new for her and the family, who are strangers to drama, frankly. You could even argue they became famous for being so uninvolved in drama, Right. That people were like, wow, this is so interesting. You've never even had a moment of unrest. Like, we should film you. And then that was the creation of the show. Which is so antithetical to conventional knowledge, right? Usually you want to film a family of people that have conflict, have drama. But the Kardashians, they always bucked the trend in that way. They nip it in the bud. And I'm sorry to change the subject, but I just skimmed these notes a little bit ahead. They have a child named Psalm. Right. I'm pretty sure we covered this on the podcast and you hated it then. And and I know you hate it now. (laughs) I block any information that we speak about in general, but more so about this family out of my mind. I, I see this is, and this is why I do it so that I'm not like filled with anger and rage from the second we start talking about them. But then I see that they have a son named Psalm, P-S-A-L-M, and my blood is boiling. I need, like, a Xanax. (laughs) I think we talked about it on a Patreon episode way back when. I distinctly remember this. It was probably just me screaming at the Patreon people. (laughs) (laughs) Did you read the Us Weekly report? No, of course I didn't. (laughs) Well, you said you were skimming the notes, right? Uh, well, I got to Psalm, and then my eyes went black. I blacked out out of rage, and I didn't get further. Well, apparently, according to Us Weekly, uh, Kim and Kanye had a massive fight in December. So just one month ago, apparently Kanye blew up at Kim, and she got super upset, and they just haven't been able to heal since. We saw those photos over the summer. I'm pretty sure we talked about that. 
uh, where it was Kanye and Kim in a car and Kim looked distraught. Remember that? Just in ugly tears. Just the worst ugly cry. I know Kim is famous for the ugly cry, but yeah, it was up there with one of her worst ugly cries. It looks like something went down again in December and that could have also spurred this divorce. Um, however, a separate insider, according to Us Weekly. I love how many insiders we get, by the way, with the Kardashians. It's never just one. <laughs> this was Chloe this time. <laughs> um, a separate insider added that it was, quote, only a matter of time, end quote, until Kim divorced Kanye. And a part of that was Kanye's in unpredictable behavior. A part of it was, like I said earlier, what he said over the summer about nearly aborting their child. All of that just added up. One source actually said that, quote, the comments about North and the abortion were the final confirmation. She will protect the children first, always, end quote. And I get that because Kanye at this point seems to be about Kanye first and foremost, not about the kids. Yeah, yeah. And I could see Kim being like, I don't even want Kanye around the kids except for maybe visitation. I don't know how to say this without being a total asshole, but Kanye West just never seemed like someone who is going to be an attentive father. Like, he's so narcissistic and so about himself. I can't imagine... It was already hard enough for me to imagine him, like, having a wife, let alone raising children in, like, a healthy way. And, like, once again, this is me irresponsibly um, assuming things, but... Oh, no, Kanye being a narcissist is old news. No, right. I mean, but it's... it's it's Some would argue inappropriate to... Um, mm comment on people's parenting skills to which I say everything I do is inappropriate so here I am and yeah no I think it's smart of Kim to if she's recognizing things in him that might not be healthy and safe for her children to be like then you don't get to have these children and then all of them are gonna grow up and hate their lives because they're named Psalm (laughs) and that cannot be undone like, what is even a nickname for that? Sam? No. Saul? Saul. No. Ami? Ami. Hi, Alms. <laughs> I would honestly, at that point, I'd go by P. I'd go, I'd take the only silent part of the fucking name. Right. And I, my, my nickname is P. I like that twist on it, though. Lil P. Lil P. Is it a boy or a girl? I don't even know. <laughs> I have Gen- no comment. <laughs> Gender's a construct, so it doesn't matter. But, like, that is insane to me i'm i'm still stuck on that can we get in the most irresponsible speculation um of this whole story please so there are rumors i guess this isn't irresponsible speculation i guess it's irresponsible rumor spreading but look it's already on tiktok with millions of views so we're gonna say it there are rumors swirling that kim kardashian is having an affair with van jones do you know van jones no. I just read ahead of who he was, and that's why I was hesitant, because I'm like, should I have known who this is? Well, um, he is... I heard... I thought he was a basketball player. No, he's a current 
CNN political pundit. He's on all the time, especially on election night. And he was... You know him? He's on the shows, like on on political shows. Yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I think I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. I don't watch those, but I've probably seen it. Yeah, you've seen him around. He sometimes goes viral with his emotional musings. Yeah, he cried about something recently. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He cries frequently. He was also Obama's former special advisor for green jobs. So that's Van Jones. It's a very specific job title. (laughs) And uh, this is another rumor going around. Kanye West having an affair with Jeffree Star. I know you know who Jeffree Star is. Yeah, famously, um, the lead singer of Hollywood Undead was how he got his start, and all y'all bandwagoners didn't even know him from that. I didn't. This is news to me. Oh my god, he was in Hollywood Undead. I know Jeffree Star as the makeup artist and YouTube star. Yeah, that's what he is now, but if you were emo in middle school, you would have known he was from Hollywood Undead. (laughs) So, Rai, what's your reaction uh, to these rumors? Look, everybody's gay. Um, Kanye definitely likes butt stuff. That's why he's married to Kim. And let the guy live. I, like, talk shit about him this whole time. I'm like, let him live. (laughs) Um, Look, do I think it's true? Mm, Do I think there's something going on? Mm. And that is my very vague reaction. I didn't really like take a stance. <laughs> I love the exposition of your answer, Rye. Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm realizing that the less I say, the more I can go back on it later. That's and how it also, works usually. Yeah, and also then I don't have to be held accountable for anything. If I didn't actually make a stance, I can't get canceled. So those are my stances. It's that it's something's happening, but I don't know what. And is it true? Only time will tell. (laughs) To be more accurate, I think your stance was, hmm. Right. Which, you know, has an underlining meaning of, hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to admit, Rai, sometimes, you know, the less one says, the more profound one appears. And I think that answer was quite profound. Thank you. I get that a lot. Profound is a word used often for me. My take on the rumors I don't have a fucking clue. I honestly think they're baseless. I think it's one of those internet-created rumors. Its origins were from some forum somewhere, and it just blasted across the online sphere. Um, somehow got into some famous you know, TikToker's hands, and, and now it's everywhere. It, it's just so random. And maybe that's a terrible way to describe it, but I cannot imagine these two couples. And not because Kanye can't be gay and not because Kim can't be with someone like Van Jones. I think it's totally plausible. But where is the connection? And people are saying, well, Jeffree Star also lives in Wyoming. Well, I read this great primer. What? <laughs> How many fucking famous people live in Wyoming? <laughs> Do I need to go to Wyoming? I guess the rich and famous are flocking to Wyoming. Maybe it's a tax haven. I don't fucking know. Okay, this is this is the news to me. <laughs> that Jeffree Star and Kanye living in Wyoming. Wyoming. No, Ugh. not even Jeffrey. Yeah, Wyoming. Also, I was Googling Jeffree Star um, Hollywood Undead. He was not the lead singer, but he was on a, a song with them. 
And I remember like loving that song and being like, this is the best song ever. So once again, backtracking on the very little that I have it stands on. You should have said less, right? Because I bet a bunch of people were listening and they were like, what? Jeffree Star wasn't the lead singer. I don't have an opinion on anything ever because I actually don't know anything. But he was in a song with Hollywood Undead and that's how I knew him in middle school. I see. Well, back to the Jeffree Star thing. So Jeffree Star lives in Wyoming, but lives three hours away from Kanye. So it's not even convenient. So you're telling me, not only do two famous rich people live in Wyoming, but they live in two different parts of Wyoming? Three hours apart. How many different parts of Wyoming are there? <laughs> At least two. <laughs> At least two different cities and or towns. <laughs> villages, I don't know. <laughs> to me, Wyoming is a dirt path. With, like, hay <laughs> and, like, a mountain or two. I don't know. There's definitely a mountain, that's for sure. Oh, thank God. I took a risk by saying mountain. But anyway, I don't know. I mean, good for them if they are. Like I said, I don't think they were much of a couple recently. I don't think they were a couple at all. I think they would just stay together because it was convenient. They have kids. One source suggested that Kim was staying with Kanye because... She thought it would be bad optics to divorce him while he was in the middle of a mental breakdown. Right. I mean, look. Kanye has been quiet recently. So she drops the divorce news now. Yeah. He's like getting healthier and better. And she's like, well, toodaloo, motherfucker. (laughs) Go on a spiral. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm getting to this point where I'm like, maybe just stop getting married, Kim. Like, I don't know. It's just obviously not working for you. Three divorces. Um, yeah, three divorces. And no judgment, you know. Right. Relationships have up and down, ups and downs. But I'm like, I don't know. At a certain point, is it worth the hassle to actually get married? Like, because if it doesn't, I don't know. If there seems to be a trend where maybe <laughs> she's not supposed to be married. I'm just like, Do you maybe... need to be married? You could just be lifelong partners. That's what I'm saying. I I love a lifelong partner. Like, I love, like, people who are together in it till the end. And sometimes I feel like those relationships last longer or maybe are stronger because there isn't this weird, like, legal, like, tie between the two people where they're just like, we just love being together. And, yeah, technically I could walk out the door tomorrow and wash my hands clean, but... I don't want to do that. And now I don't have to like feel like I'm trapped to this person. I just am with them because I like being with them. Agreed. Agreed. And then you don't have to deal with an ugly divorce if it gets to that point. If you do actually break up with the person, there's no legal paperwork bullshit. Yeah. You just kind of like leave. I guess then there's the, you know, well, whose house is it? Who's blah, 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 blah. But like, I don't know. That's a risk. There's a risk with either option of, you know, of the finances and the assets and the other adult things that I have no idea what they mean. And I'm just being profound old Ryan, just like I always am. Uh, Ryan, do we have any more to say about this right now? I feel like we shouldn't no, say more. We don't. Be- <laughs> For the love of God, I haven't had something. To, I haven't had something to say about this actual story <laughs> the whole time. I keep getting sidetracked. You've talked about but... Wyoming and Psalm way more than you've talked about Kanye or Kim. You also talked about the Hollywood Bowl a lot. I talked about Hollywood Bowl. I talked about Jeffree Star's like supposed musical career that didn't actually <laughs> exist for like a really long time. Like I don't think I actually stated an opinion on Kim and Kanye. Also which pretty sums it up. 
also there are going to be follow-ups to this story. So sorry about that, Rye. I, I hate to break it to you. That's breaking news to you, maybe. There are going to be follow-ups. We are going to talk about this some more. So we can save it for now if we get yeah. any more news on Van Jones and Jeffree Star. One way yeah. or the other, we'll talk about it. Yeah, and it's actually weird. I just received an email saying I will be busy on the day of those episodes, so the guest host will have to be taking over. Damn it. Okay, well, that's official. Um, Is the guest host Jeffree Star? It's Jeffree Star, live from Wyoming. <laughs> live from Sunday service in Wyoming. I still can't believe Jeffree Star posted that. That's actually genius if they're not together because Jeffree Star is leveraging the rumors, leveraging the news and the trending topics to get himself even more in the news and just stir the pot a little bit, you know? Like, stir up this crazy, salacious pot. Yeah. Even if nothing's not? happening. I feel like even more so if nothing's happening. Like, I, if, if I knew for a fact that nothing was happening and that was a rumor going around about me, I'd be like, fucking lean into it, babe. Like, he's, it's on, no, no publicity is bad publicity. We've said that many a times. Did you hear that Jeffree Star deleted all of his Kanye tweets? No. Mm-hmm. Like, tweets about Kanye? Yeah. How often was he tweeting about Kanye? Like, how many did he have to do? I think everyone tweets about Kanye here and there, and I guess Jeffree Star deleted all of those. I probably have, but it was all in anger. <laughs> so I don't know um, if that says anything to you, Rye. I don't know if that changes the equation here, but it happened. Look, I I think the only part I care about is the Jeffree Star thing. I actually hope it is true so that we can get more information on that. Um, because that's some juicy drama. Also, I love when a gay is involved. That would be a pretty major new Hollywood power couple, I would say. Speaking of major new Hollywood power couples. <laughs> right, we kill it on the segues. Yeah, you were really hoping I'd pick up on that one. Um, this isn't really like a story. It's just a rumor that everyone heard um, and... And saw. And saw. And you're either excited about or sad about or somewhere in between. <laughs> why, why would anyone be sad about this? Because it's Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde dating and... Everyone's in love with Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde. So you know when people get sad when celebrities are in a date, are coupling or whatever? I know of this trend. I don't feel that way. I know I have no shot with Olivia Wilde. Not anytime soon, at least. Um, see how I leave uh, that little bit of room there, right? You left a little bit of room, but here's the thing. We did talk on our um, Hollywood Shook Awards podcast mm -hmm. About Zac Efron and Vanessa Valadiris, who was a homely waitress slash model living in little old Byron Bay, Australia, and is now dating Zac Efron. So we've seen it happen where a normie um, falls in love with a celebrity. So, or rather, a celebrity falls in love with a normie. True that. Yeah, and so I did tell you, Rye. I did say it on the podcast. I said, Rye, you could be that normie. You are a waiter at a at a restaurant, and who knows? Maybe Harry Styles will walk into your restaurant, and you guys will fall in love. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. And I'm I like Harry Styles, but I'm not like I'm not the one who's like Harry Styles. Like he's fine. He's definitely right. gorgeous, but I'm I'm not like a crazy Harry Styles. Like you would know. pass on Harry Styles, is what you're saying. I would never pass on Harry Styles, but I'm not like he's not the person I'm hoping like walks into my restaurant and is like, "What's up, hot waiter?" Also, the term is server, okay? 
what is this, the 1950s? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Apologies, right? Server. Yeah. And if it was waiter, it'd be waitress. <laughs> okay, gender's a construct, part two. And anyway, <laughs> Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde were like in a wedding or something. And they were spotted holding hands. And they recently um, were filming a movie that actually sounds really good called Don't Worry, Darling. Um, so people are speculating that they may be... Um, you know, sparked a romance on set. We love an on-set romance. We do. That's also my dream. I would say top way to fall in love, being a homely server at a restaurant and having a famous hot celebrity come in and fall in love with me mm-hmm. just for like kind of the rags to riches of it all. Yes. Second favorite way to possibly fall in love, on-set romance. I want to be on a movie and I want to fall in love with someone who is in the movie. And even more so, I want to fall in love with, like, the sound technician. Like, like not even another actor, you know? So pull a Julia Roberts is what you're saying. Yes. I was like, we've talked about someone who did this before and I forgot who it was. Yes. You don't want the Jolie, Pitt, A-list, marquee type on-set romance. No. You want to be hooking up with the sound mixer. Yeah. Cause I feel like that makes, that makes the actor more cool if they like are hooking up with just like a normie, you know? Um, <laughs> but in that case, you're not the normie. You are the actor. Oh yeah. Yeah. In this fantasy, I am the actor who everyone wants to fall in love with. In my first situation, I'm the normie. So I live just kind of this double life. Anything can happen. I could work at a restaurant my whole life, or I could be an A-list actor in the next year. So, you know, I like that you you keep your options open. Thank you. Yeah, no, I just like to be realistic and um, also be super unrealistic. It's kind of just the best way to live. I'm never disappointed. <laughs> this, um, this is a huge new couple, though. Both are pretty yeah. major. I, I, Harry Styles is definitely more popular than Olivia Wilde, but Olivia Wilde is quite famous. Not quite a household name like Harry Styles. Um, but She's recognizable. I definitely think yeah. she is well-respected, well-liked. Book smart, okay. directing book smart. That was huge for her career, her directing career. That was huge. Great movie. Um, I also just watched a movie a couple weeks ago called Richard Jewell, um, directed yes. by Clint Wood about like some bomb or something. I watched the entire movie, no idea what it's about. <laughs> um I do know what it's about, okay. But she was in it and I was like, Yes, Olivia Wilde. Does she play the FBI agent or the journalist in that movie? Journalist. The journalist, Slut- okay. Bloody journalist, yeah. Bloody journalist, um, right. I love her. She's like, I famously like I'm not into women, but I find her to be like incredibly gorgeous. I always have. Yeah, she's so, beautiful. Yeah, for sure. She's like someone if I think of like who's just like a naturally gorgeous like celebrity, she always comes to mind. She just I think is so uniquely like good looking and um harry styles kind of same kind of same thing like just absolutely gorgeous person especially with his whole like gender bend like breaking stereotypical like masculinity norms mm-hmm. i just live for him so i live for both of them i'm really hoping that this is a um successful relationship because they're fucking hot yeah no they're two beautiful people i still think it's an unexpected romance though i would have never paired them together I would never have paired them together either. Um, it's actually funny because 
it's like a musician actor relationship and I guess Harry Styles does do a little bit of acting but more so known for his vocal like musician like career but it's funny because for our Holly Shook predictions 2021 which we're going to record after this I have a similar pairing mm. so we'll get more into that later but yeah no they're really they're a really cool kind of unexpected but like cool couple like I saw this and I was like that's cool yeah, and once they come together, right, they make sense. Like, they don't not make sense to me anymore. I don't care about the age difference, 10 years, whatever. Yeah. Together, now, they make a lot of sense. I would have never seen it, but it makes sense. Yeah, you didn't see it coming, but once you saw it, you were like, yep, okay. I could ride with it. Um, what else we didn't see coming, but we were kind of just like, yep, okay, <laughs> was the fact that... I hate Tom to laugh. This is This is a dreadful story. I know I shouldn't be making a joke, but basically what was surprising about this week was um, Charlie's Angels slash That 70s Show um, slash James Bond actress, Tanya Roberts, died like 14 times in one week. And it was a roller coaster. I was like really obsessed with this because it was like so crazy. Um, So basically, Tanya Roberts... I knew her more from that 70s show. I haven't seen... uh, Do you think I've ever seen a James Bond movie? Answer, no. (laughs) Um, Surprisingly, I actually haven't seen Charlie's Angels either. Mm. But, yeah. Surprise. But anyway, um, she... uh, (laughs) Oh my god, I'm dying at this note. (laughs) Okay, Tony Roberts was declared dead early on Monday by her publicist. But then it was revealed that she was still alive by her publicist and also by Ashton Kutcher. (laughs) Um, Here's the sad part, though. Or do you want to save it for later? No, yeah, I'm going to start with the funny part. Um, So basically, everyone was like on Twitter being like, oh my god, she died. Which is like so funny. I don't know. She's like random. Like she definitely has been in big things, but it's like kind of random when a celebrity death like gets a good amount of attention, you know, if that makes sense. Um, so basically, we found out on Twitter, or I found out on Twitter, which is the only place I ever find out my news, because I'm trash, uh, that she died on Sunday night, but then it was, like, still kind of speculated, like, she was in the hospital, but people weren't sure if she was dead or not, and then there was, like, kind of... I don't want to say rumors, but speculation of maybe she hadn't died and she was just sick. And then Monday night, we got an official release from her um, publicist saying that she had passed away. So everyone was super sad about it. And then I saw an interview with her like partner, boyfriend, partner, whatever, whose name is Lance O'Brien. Um, he was doing a convers or he was doing a video um, interview with the Washington Post and, you know, just like kind of talking about how she died, what happened. And then like halfway through the interview, he gets a phone call, Lance O'Brien, her boyfriend. And it's so, it's like such a weird video. So she, he like answers it on camera, like in an interview. And you can kind of hear what the conversation is, but he basically is like, she's, she's alive she's alive and like he starts crying and then like it gets revealed that he gets a call from like 
the publicist or the hospital or something saying that she isn't actually dead. And but the publicist had already released the PR statement saying that she had passed away because Lance O'Brien thought that she had passed away and he told the publicist, so the publicist ran the story. Mm-hmm. So basically, like, he said that when he left the hospital, he was told to say goodbye, to, like, to say his final goodbyes. So he did that emotional moment with her, and then, yeah, like you said, then said to the publicist, like, she's dead. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. It's, it's not, like, funny I'm laughing that she died. It's just funny because it's such a comedy of errors. Like It's a clusterfuck, for sure. It's a clusterfuck. It's, like, a clusterfuck that the hospital told him to say his final goodbyes, and then that he, like, instantly said it, and then in ho- classic Hollywood, like, manner, like, run the story immediately, only to find out, like, a mere 24 hours later that she didn't actually die. And then, for him to find out on air during an interview that she wasn't dead, that's a great moment. Point being, she actually did die, but it's really sad. So, Should we bring up Ashton Kujer's comments? Oh, honey, this is what I've been waiting to get to. My favorite part that I literally sent a screenshot to Armin of this is Ashton Kutcher pops out the cuts on social media and, well, first off, Topher Grace and um, Deborah Jo Rupp, who were actors on that 70s show, they posted on their Twitters, like, uh, remembrances or whatever of Tanya Roberts just being like, well, we loved her. She was such a light, like, a spirit on the show and she's the best, blah, blah, blah. But, like, not till 24 hours. It was, like, way after her death was announced and then mere hours before it was found out that she wasn't dead. So it was like not even right after it got announced. Like they waited like fucking 18 hours to say anything. And then all (laughs) the top response on both of the tweets is Ashton Kutcher and his response to Topher Grace's like heartfelt message was yo bro, she's not dead period. (laughs) And then on Deborah Joe Rupp, so DJ is her uh, initials. <laughs> Ashton Pritchard's reply is DJ, she's still alive. Period. Like the chaotic energy of this whole thing is absolutely what I crave in life. It's so it, blunt. It's so blunt for the it's circumstances. So it's so public. Like you could, I, I'm. I know that the show was a long time ago, but. I'm sure they still have some way of contacting each other privately, having been on this huge show together. Even slide into the DMs, but, like, just to blatantly respond saying, yo, bro, she's not dead, is, like, incredible. It is art. It is amazing. I screamed when I saw this. I have two theories, Rai. One theory, Ashton didn't understand the gravity of the situation. He heard that she was still alive, And he thought he could make a little public joke about it because he didn't understand that she was in critical condition. It wasn't like, oh, she's alive. We should mention that, by the way. It wasn't that the publicist said she was dead and then it turned out she was alive and then she happened to die. No, she was in critical condition at the hospital, touch and go. Right. It's not like she, like got sick and then everyone thought she died and then she like woke up and was 100% like it was just like she was on faltering health and they just 
I feel like they knew she was going to die. They just jumped to the conclusion a little too early. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. So the way Ashton is doing it, which is so flippant, it's so flippant. It almost makes me think, oh, he doesn't even <laughs> understand the gravity of the situation. Yeah. Other theory, and it's way more cynical. He is trying to exploit this scenario for a little bit of Twitter pub, a little bit of likes yeah. and retweets. No, I don't think he's that smart. <laughs> well, like, not I don't think he's that smart. I don't think he's, like... That conniving? Yeah, like, I don't think that would be a thought process in Ashton Kutcher, my personal close friend, that I know his thought process. Right. It's so weird, felt... though, right? It's so fucking weird. But it also makes sense. Like, I saw those tweets, and I was like, no, that is how Ashton Kutcher probably tweets. Like, I didn't... I don't follow him on Twitter. Like, I didn't know he had a Twitter. But... I feel like that's how he tweets. Like, that's how my dad texts me. Like, has never used an explanation point in his life. Has never tried to, like, drag on a conversation. It's literally just, like, it's, like, business-only text. Like, like yes, sounds great. Or, like... No, Camille uh, and I joke I, about this dad text. It's like, okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I were, like... It's so dry. If I were to te- text my dad about, like, a a long lost friend who passed away or something, his response would be sad. So sorry, period. Like that is how straight men text some of them. And to me, Ashton Kutcher is like just the epitome of like a straight guy. Who's like, I think a dad and, but why didn't he text it? That's the weird part. Because I just think he like, didn't, I think he was just like, Nope, this is how I should go about this. Like, I don't know. It makes kind of sense for me. And I love it. It was the best part of my week. Even though it was under sad circumstances, I just fucking thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Rest in peace, Tanya Roberts. Um, yeah. I'm sorry uh, that... Gone too soon. She was so young. Yeah, that's really... It is really sad. I'm not trying to like yeah. dem- demean what happened to her, but just the Ashton Kutcher... The Ashton Kutcher of it all and the did she die, did she not die? It was just a chaotic... It was. She went out with a bang. We'll call it that. For real. For real. Rarely, um, it happens quite like this. I mean, I hope if I die, if I die, I really hope that it's this chaotic for just one last laugh. You want a little resurrection moment before you really go. Yeah, my dream is actually to be pronounced dead and then to come back to life. I've that happens to people who run marathons a lot, and. That's my goal. If I ever, I, I want to run a marathon to die and then to come back to life. I don't want to run it to finish it. Um, so watch out, twenty twenty one. Cheers to that, Rye. Let's finish off on an update to the Hilaria Hillary Hayward Thomas Baldwin saga. The name gets. I feel like the name gets longer every time we talk about her. Like it didn't used to be this long. <laughs> it does. We just keep adding a name. Um, I feel like we're going to have to do a weekly update on this for a while and i'm excited for it honestly this is college admission scandal um the sequel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the latest on this saga is that alec and hilaria baldwin are very upset over the scandal because it's been quote a lot for her and she's been quote deeply affected and quote by the controversy uh, it's everyone's fault. It's it's not Alec or Hilaria's fault. It's our fault. And uh, that's why, of course, they're very upset over the scandal happening. I mean, I can't believe it happened. I, I just can't believe 
that we had the gall to read a Twitter thread from someone who dared do research on Hilaria Baldwin for more than 10 minutes, which is basically why this happened. I, I have such a reaction to this, as you can tell, because I feel like... I feel like they just handled it wrong. Like, Oh. And we talked about this. Really? In our original thing. I'm just like, at the end of the day, there's not much harm done. And I'm just repeating myself. But I feel like if they were to have come out or if Hillary Hilaria Hayward Thomas Baldwin would have just said, like, look, I know, like... I, I thought it made me more interesting. I'm sorry. You got like, me. You got me. Like, and made a joke about it. Like, I feel like it, people are mostly like laughing at it. Like no one's like deeply offended. Maybe like some Spanish people are deeply offended because they're like, you're stealing our culture, which like, I totally got that. It's not even but, Spanish people. There's been some immigrants. So okay. I read this one story from an immigrant who said that this is, that this is offensive, that you would do something, try to, appropriate another culture and adopt the immigrant identity when being an actual immigrant is actually very difficult and you're parading around pretending to be one when in reality you have no difficulties you grew up in boston massachusetts as a white girl to a father who whose whose ancestry dates back to the american revolution yeah okay a mother whose family dates back like four or five generations so she's not even like a first generation immigrant I get it. I'm not saying like I'm not saying like okay, everyone should do this. It's like harmless. Like there is like definitely little parts of it, but not to like say the immigrant experience as a little part. But point being, and mind you, I'm not really offended either. But it, it's just so absurd that she would even go to do this. It's absurd, and then it's just like just fucking like own up to it, apologize, move on, and like make a joke of it. I feel like if they just made a joke of it. Look, we would totally forgive her. We would celebrate her. We would be like, what a grift. You pulled it off for a decade. Brava. It could turn into like a meme. Like she could have turned this into like actually becoming more famous for things. Um, but yeah, I just think they they handled it so weirdly. And like now they're like victims. It's like, all right, like poor you. Like nobody is nobody is like feeling bad about what happened like at all. Right, you know how you called this a victimless crime? Yeah. That's true in every sense. It is a victimless crime, including Hilaria, Hillary, Hayward, Thomas Baldwin. She is also not a victim. This is victimless. Not a victim. And Alec Baldwin is saying he's a victim in it too. It's like, dude, this doesn't even involve you really. Um, and you've been part of like actual scandals, like really like harmful things. So calm the fuck down. Wait, right. I'm going to throw something out here. Alec Baldwin may be the only victim in all of this. If he was duped by Hilaria Hillary Hayward Thomas Baldwin. We haven't actually talked about this. I meant to bring this up on our very first episode covering it, where we covered it for like an hour. Did Alec Baldwin know this whole time? Because if he didn't, and he was duped by Hilaria Hillary Hayward Thomas Baldwin, then Alec Baldwin may actually be the only victim in, in all of this. No, I don't think he was duped. No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna like. We're not giving Alec Baldwin an out. No, I'm not giving that situation even an ounce of possibility. There's no way he knew. There's, there's absolutely. I just has, have to throw it out there. I just have to throw it out there. I get it. Here, if we get like a divorce, 
announcement in a few weeks, then sure. Mm -hmm. But I don't think so. Because, like, that would have been good. See, if that came out that he didn't know, then Mm. I would be fucking... Like, I would be living for that. That could still happen, Rod. I'm telling you, this scandal is going to stick around for a minute. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it. I hope that happens. I'm saying it's... I'm saying no... But that's only so I don't jinx it. I really hope that he didn't know. I would love that. That would be great. Did you hear about her interview with the New York Times? No. Oh, it's great. She says at one point, she says, if my parents move to China and then I go to China to visit them, then I would say, I'm going home. That's home. Oh, she is unhinged and desperate. And they won't take any accountability. Yeah, it's like the scrambling for me. Like, I was watching Survivor. (laughs) It's very, like, so I'm addicted to Survivor right now, and I finished the season last night, and two of the players made these awful, terrible moves. Mm -hmm. Like, they were just terrible moves, and they got eliminated immediately for them. And so the host, Jeff Prost, was like, do you stand by what your move was? And both of them were like, well, so in my head, I was thinking this, and then this, 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 and this, and blah, 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 and like had this whole explanation. And Jeff literally was like, okay, so you, so you really stand by that move, looking in hindsight, knowing it was a stupid fucking move. And they're like, yeah, because blah, blah, blah. And he literally cuts them off. He's like, all right, cool. If you really think it was a good move, then we're moving on. Like if, but if these people just were like, yeah, it was a stupid fucking move mm-hmm. in the moment, it felt right. I, you know, obviously made no fucking sense. Like looking back on it, I made a stupid move. LOL. Like the whole, like Jeff Prof would have been like, yep, you did. Like, and we can all laugh about it now, but like trying to continually, like, I don't know the word, like defend something that doesn't make any sense just makes you look fucking stupid. And that's what this Hillary, Hilaria, Hayward, Thomas Baldwin thing is like, the justifying, like- the justifying, the constant deflecting mm-hmm. of blame. It is so annoying. What's his name it again? Jeff Prost? Yeah, just Pro- Jeff Prost. I love him. He's iconic. Oh We're God. calling this the Prost theory from now on. Prost theory. Okay, Prost theory. I'm into it. Okay. So anytime I'm a celebrity doesn't take ownership, doesn't want to look back and say, oh yeah, what I did was stupid strategy, stupid, Prost theory. Prost theory. I'm down. I love Jeff Prost. I'm all on board. Anything Jeff Probst, let's do it. And the theory is, if you do own up to your bullshit, you will be given a second chance. That's what happens. People forgive easily, especially in this country. We could have called it the Hugh Grant theory, too. We could have, but I'm liking Probst theory right now. I like Probst theory, and now I really want there to be a Jeff Probst scandal. (laughs) Maybe there already is one. I don't know. Let's let's wrap up, Rye, by saying uh, Hilaria Hillary Hayward Thomas Baldwin also lost... Um, a few sponsorships. So uh, her world is spiraling and we will continue to cover it on this podcast. So we hope all of our listeners enjoyed this episode and will continue to follow us, subscribe to the podcast, rate and review us. If you're listening on iTunes, give us five stars. We would greatly appreciate it. Follow Ryan on Instagram at Ryalk. He has some great content on there, especially on his IG stories right now. So follow at Ryalk. And at the real Ryalk on Twitter, Ry, do you have anything else to plug? Um, I was gonna plug um, a company, but I actually just lost my partnership with them because I've been lying to you this whole time about where I was born. So no, Wait, not this. You're not from Mallorca. Not from Mallorca. I'm from China. But anyway, thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye.